Happy New Year, New Hope. Uh, may the joy and strength of the Lord be filled um, every single person as you worship today. Uh, today, uh, I will be sharing vision message of 2021 all across our three campuses, including Mississauga, downtown, uptown campuses. Uh, year 2020, um, our theme was God is doing a new thing. And certainly, God has done uh, new things. Uh, as we dream about uh, God doing new things, uh, we usually uh, expect our level, our own level or capacity of uh, new things. I recognize that uh, even though God wants to do um, bigger things, uh, it is our own limitation and lack of faith limiting uh, from God to do uh, new things. But however, year 2020, not just because of corona pandemic, but uh, God did more than what we ever imagined or planned as a church and as a family. And there are a lot of challenges and difficulties that we have to face. However, uh, through those hardships, uh, God did many wonderful things and there are positive fruits that we're able to bear together. Uh, God has brought families closer and even teaching our congregation members uh, to really value about gathering together as a church and worshiping how important it is. So we cannot wait uh, for us to meet all together physically in person one day this year. We also uh, learn what it means to appreciate uh, as a church and becoming salt and light in our own community as well. So theme for this year, 2021, it is unstoppable work of the Holy Spirit. It is based on Acts chapter 11, verse 17. It says, if then God gave the same gift to them as he gave to us, when we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? So brothers and sisters, the work of the Holy Spirit is unstoppable in any circumstance. As we look at the book of Acts, the early church believers, they face even more difficult challenges and hardship. Many people were persecuted, even uh, put, put into prison because they were preaching the kingdom of God, the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. However, they never stopped ministry, evangelizing and proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ and even becoming salt and light in their own community. We hear about the slogan, let us go back to early church. And I believe that during this pandemic, the Lord is teaching us what it means to go back to early church days so that we will not stop and we will uh, continually press on with the conviction and calling of the gospel. So what was the secret of early church? Never stopping the ministry of God. It was because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Unstoppable power of the Holy Spirit empower them and use them mightily to move forward 
in order to advance the kingdom of God. And that is why our Lord Jesus Christ, before he ascended to heaven, he commanded his disciples to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. He said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Then how the Holy Spirit empower and use his church? When we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, what kind of power is it? There are three things that I would like to share with you today. First, it is a persistent power of the Holy Spirit. As we experience the pandemic of year 2020, uh, this will continue on even for a while until vaccine is available for the most of the people in Canada and all of the world. So the next half of year 2021 will be still challenging. However, we recognize that ministry and our calling would continue on because the work of the Holy Spirit working in us, in our family, in our church, in our community, continue. When we look at the early church, they experienced even more difficulties, persecutions, and even pandemic during that time as well. They didn't have resources, finance, or technology, just like what we have. They didn't have online virtual service. Uh, they didn't have a YouTube. But as they were facing limitation, the power of the Holy Spirit was so persistent, giving them conviction to overcome those barriers. Because of the power of the Holy Spirit will cause us to be consumed with the calling of the gospel. So early Christians, they did not idle until things got better. In the same way, the Holy Spirit is causing us to move forward, that we don't want to idle until everything's over. Even uh, disciples and apostles, as they were evangelizing and preaching the gospel, and even meeting together in each house as a small group. And there are religious leaders and political leaders, they threaten early believers uh, to put into prison. But when believers were put into prison, we know the story, the prison opened. Or even uh, Stephen, the deacon, when he was stoned to death, the Bible says his face was shining with the light, and people were inspired to even go further and spread out the gospel of Jesus Christ. We also know the story of Saul, who was persecuting all the believers, and yet on the road of Damascus, he encountered Jesus Christ. And as he encountered Jesus Christ, that God has set him apart to be apostle of Gentile as a follower of Jesus Christ. That's why when religious leaders were gathering together and tried to stop uh, one of the wise leaders uh, in book of Acts chapter 5, verse 39, says, if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. Then brothers and sisters, the question is, what is hindering or stopping 
God's work in your life? What is hindering or stopping God's work in our campus? Perhaps our own need for control, fear for change, or tradition, our own comfort zone, old patterns, old way of thinking, disobedience, sins in our lives, and so on. As we come back to Book of Acts chapter 11, the context of this passage was this, when the Holy Spirit was speaking to Peter to go and minister to Cornelius, who was Gentile. When Peter received this vision, he opposed. He said no, because he thought the gospel was available only for the Jews. However, the Holy Spirit was persistent, speaking and showing to Peter not just once, not just twice, but three times. And that's when Peter was so convicted and his way of thinking and his attitude completely shifted to be open to this persistent power and voice of the Holy Spirit. But I said, by no means, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice answered second time from heaven, what God has made clean, do not call common. This happened three times, and all was drawn up against into heaven. And that's when Peter obeyed the calling and voice of the Holy Spirit. And this does not limit to ministry or evangelism. I believe that this applies to even our own individual lives. There are many of our congregation members, we know that God is calling us, and yet due to our own fear or disobedience, or even our habitual sin or secret sin, we refuse to obey the work of the Holy Spirit. We refuse to follow God's word in our lives. However, God loves you, and God is persistent. So this persistent power and voice of the Holy Spirit will continually echo the word of the Lord in your heart again and again, and it repeatedly speak to all of us, and even in our family, until we repent. And God wants to restore and bring healing into your life, in your marriage, in your individual lives, but also some of the broken patterns that God wants to restore in your life. And for those of us who have failed in the past, maybe 2020 was a year of disappointment. Maybe it was a year of a failure and feeling powerlessness. And yet, the persistent power of the Holy Spirit is speaking to you once again to get back, to get up again, so that we'll be able to experience God's life, joy, once again. And God is speaking to our new hope as well. And each campus, whether we are in Mississauga, uptown, or downtown, there's a calling of God, and there's a conviction of God, 
And maybe due to a pandemic, we have forgotten. And yet persistency of the Holy Spirit will bring those things up again so that we will get back, rise again as a church community. Secondly, it is a creative power of the Holy Spirit. It is very interesting because when God was speaking to Peter, God was speaking to Cornelius as well. They are physically separated, physically apart. And yet through prayer, Holy Spirit was connecting their hearts and hearing the same voice and having same message. And due to this creative power of the Holy Spirit, there was a paradigm shift in early church. In the beginning, as I mentioned, they thought gospel was only for the Jews. But through this revelation, they recognized that God wants to save even Gentiles. The gospel, the kingdom of God, is inviting every single person. So they had flexibility, openness, not only hearing the word of the Lord, but flexible and open enough to find creative way of sharing this gospel to other people as well. And there was a new way of forming spiritual community. The early church was thriving because they were creative. Brothers and sisters, did you know that the Holy Spirit has a creative power and component. God created all of us, and God created heaven and earth. And same God, the third person of triune God, brings creativity in our ministry, in our individual lives. That's why Jerusalem church, early church, when they're going through the difficult times, not being able to look after brothers and sisters that are poor or in need. Apostles, they were limited in numbers. And yet Holy Spirit gave them creativity to raise other lay leaders. So other lay leaders were appointed and they were ordained as ordained deacons. Even in Church of Antioch, the church was established not by apostles, but by ordinary believers who spread out to other cities. And in this particular place called Antioch, believers were gathering together and they were forming authentic spiritual community. So early church, Jerusalem church was creative. And they were flexible enough to recognize Antioch as a church community. So they sent Barnabas and Paul, formerly Saul, who was persecuting believers to go and to shepherd congregation members. Therefore, brothers and sisters, power of the Holy Spirit is creative. There's a new way of doing ministry. If we do not give up, if we fully trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, He will open up brand new door so that we will not be limited with old way of doing ministry. And that's what we attempted even last year, 2020, when we were not able to meet physically uh, with an online ministry. 
whether it was through Zoom, whether it was through YouTube. And there are so many things that we're able to do. We're able to pray together. We're able to have a meetings together in an innovative way. It is very interesting because, as, as I mentioned, Peter and Cornelius, they were physically separated. And yet Holy Spirit was not limited. They didn't have a Wi-Fi. They didn't have a data. And yet Holy Spirit was able to bring them united, connected together, moving them, motivating them, convicting them, and bringing them together for the sake of the gospel. That's why in book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 5, And now send men to Joppa and bring one, Simon, who is called Peter. This is what Holy Spirit spoke to Cornelius. But listen to the next verse. In chapter 10, from verse 19 to 20. And while Peter was pondering the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Rise and go down and accompany them without hesitation, for I have sent them. You see, it was the Holy Spirit being so creative and orchestrating everything using His own people. Brothers and sisters, this power of the Holy Spirit, the creative power, is something that we can encounter together as a church community. As long as we are led by the Holy Spirit, as long as we have a conviction and calling of the gospel, we feel like we are limited right now because of corona pandemic. We are limited because we cannot meet together. And yet, Holy Spirit will bring innovative ideas and approach so that we can continue on the work of the ministry. I am so encouraged uh, to hear in our Mississauga last year during winter time, our congregation members went out to Malta, Mississauga area, giving out a mask. But as they were giving out masks, they were evangelizing and sharing the goodness of Jesus Christ. Even uptown, I heard that um, children's ministry was even more thriving uh, during the pandemic. Our team, or even Abby, who was doing children's ministry, visiting each house and doing one-on-one -on -one or a family visitation. And I heard that downtown during that time, not giving up meeting, but the core group people were so faithful, holding the four together. It was the Holy Spirit giving creative ideas and innovation. Even small group, I heard that people were gathering together through Zoom, reading and doing Bible campaign. Even during a uh, pandemic, I was able to even visit uh, people who are in hospital, ICU, through FaceTime, Google Chat, Zoom, Talk, And there are so many ways that we can use and utilize flexibility and creativity as we are inspired by the Holy Spirit. So I hope and pray that year 2021 will follow the direction of the Holy Spirit and never limited by our circumstance or situation. Thirdly, 
It is a unifying power of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit was bringing this conviction and creativity, it did not lead to chaos, confusion, or division amongst the body of Jesus Christ. Even though it was creative, persistent, the Holy Spirit brought unity amongst the believers. Yes, Peter did something radical, baptizing Cornelius, a Gentile, an entire household. And that was shocking. And that was a huge paradigm shift to early church believers and leaders. But as we hear Peter really sharing and communicating to the rest of other leaders, they were listening to one another, what God was doing through their cultural differences. Book of Acts chapter 11, verse 18 records, when they heard these things, they fell silent and they glorify God saying, then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life. It's the Holy Spirit not only speaking to us, but empowering us to listen. Not only listening to God, but listening to one another. Listening to the leadership, listening to brothers and sisters. The Holy Spirit calls us to remain silent so that in our silence, we listen and discern and move forward together as a community. Later, the baton was passed on to Paul, who becomes apostle of Gentiles. And later, Paul, even communicating to church leaders, no longer circumcision will be needed for Gentile believers. And they communicated again. As they remained creative and flexible, they kept unity amongst churches and believers. They were dynamic and yet never led to chaos or confusion. So, brothers and sisters, let us apply this into our lives as well. What is hindering or stopping our unity? It could be our own personal desire, ambition. There are many examples in Book of Acts the who wanted to exercise their own personal gain, such as Ananias and Sapphira, who had greed issue. King Herod, who wanted his name to be famous, who wanted to get the credit rather than glorifying God. And there are some stubborn Jewish Christians who wanted to demand same kind of tradition and circumcision to Gentiles as well. And so Holy Spirit and Bible is revealing these examples. We need to apply these into our own ministry, but also in our own family. There are times that our own culture, our experience, a limitation of our own generation may hinder or stop the unity of the body. Is there anything that we are hindering? Maybe in our family as well. 
There are times that our parents can stop or hinder our children to grow and follow responding in God's call. I shared this uh, before to our Mississauga congregation members as well. Uh, parents should not be uh, carpenter of our children. But rather, the parents are called to be gardener, really helping and fostering our children, not exactly the way that parents want, but really supporting and sponsoring and praying so that they will thrive in their own creativity, areas where God has shaped them as well. There are times that we can hinder even our own spouse, even for young people and students, because we want our next generation to grow or to be raised exactly the same way that we've been planning or we've been desiring. There are times that our church leaders can hinder the work of the Holy Spirit based on our own knowledge, experience, based on our own fear of losing control. But when it comes to non-essential things, we should be able to surrender and let go for the sake of the gospel, which is essential part of our lives and ministry. So we need to discern what is essential and what is non-essential. So that with the essential part of the gospel, we don't compromise. And through the essential part of the gospel, we are being united. But on the other hand, when it comes to non-essential things, we let go of our own pride, stubbornness, tradition, experience, so that we are able to experience the unity of the body of Jesus Christ. And that's how God has really blessed our new hope. Our Mississauga has its own flavor, strength. Downtown has its own unique, distinct calling. Our uptown has its own uniqueness as well. But while we exercise this unique purpose and calling of campus, we maintain unity as a body of Jesus Christ. And we as an LPC, Korean ministry, English ministry, even Russian ministry, we are maintaining and strengthening and deepening unity of the body of Jesus Christ while we recognize and respect its own unique flavor and culture as well. But when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is essential, there is no compromise, but we move forward together, and that's why we have a shared vision. We have shared theme for year 2021, unstoppable work of the Holy Spirit. And because of that obedience, it's very important. When we obey the direction of the Holy Spirit, that's when we are able to experience unity. It's not about forcing one another with our own ideas. It's not father forcing idea to children or spouse somehow winning the battle. But when a husband and wife, when they surrender and submit to the Holy Spirit, 
husband and wife can experience true spiritual unity. Every single household, if you come before the Lord and pray together, the Holy Spirit will unite you this year. Even each campus, our downtown campus went through a lot of transitions. And we're very happy uh, that now you have a new lead pastor. And I trust that Pastor John will um, really listen to the guidance, the voice of the Holy Spirit, also work together with the rest of other lead pastors. So that through openness, you will experience unity as a campus as well. When we disobey the work of the Holy Spirit, what happens? Then we end up missing out God's invitation and the privilege. And brothers and sisters, it is my prayer that you will not miss out this amazing God's invitation and work of the Holy Spirit. The truth is, even if you disobey, the God will move forward. Even if you disobey and try to stop, the work of the Holy Spirit will not stop. It will continue on. Therefore, let us not miss out. I am very excited for 2021 because even looking back, 2020, uh, through very, very difficult circumstance, God did amazing things in our church, in our household. God did amazing things even in your individual lives. And 2021 will be a year that we will continually witness what God will be doing, but also all the things that we've been waiting patiently and we've been praying and dreaming, it will come to fruition in 2021. So let me finish and wrap up today's message with this closing remark. God is inviting his people to join in and be used by his unstoppable work through the Holy Spirit. God bless you. So dear church, um, at this time, uh, let us respond to uh, the word of the Lord and spend some time in prayer. There are a few things that I would like to invite you. And as we begin a brand new year, uh, the first Sunday gathering of year 2021, let's pray for church. That we as a church, that we will respond to the work of the Holy Spirit that is unstoppable. Let's pray that that God will move us and we'll be faithful to His call. And that God will also unite our three campuses, not only our EM, but also with our Korean ministry and Russian ministry together for the sake of the gospel and the glory of God. Let's pray for our leadership, pray for our pastors, all of our life group leaders, and every single person even though we are physically separated right now, the Holy Spirit will bring us together, united, to continually move forward for the power and the glory of God. 
Secondly, let's also pray for our family. I recognize that many of the families are worshiping together this Sunday morning. Would you pray? Maybe Holy Spirit is convicting your heart with the persistence. Maybe God is calling you to respond in a certain way. Or maybe God is revealing same sin or same struggle or brokenness again and again and again. And rather than we try to avoid or cover up, at this time, let us respond to this persistent voice of the Holy Spirit and repent and pray for healing and restoration. Maybe we feel like giving up because there is no path there is no door, it seems, from our own human perspective. But let us fix our eyes on the Lord because the Lord will open up a door or even create a new path that He is creative. And also pray for unity amongst our family, amongst our parents and spouse and children and parents, even amongst the body of believers. So let's pray as we begin 2021. Lord, would you fill us with the Holy Spirit? Would you unite us with the Holy Spirit? So let's pray together at this time. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray for you. Lord Jesus, we pray that as you are filling up with your Holy Spirit, leading us, Lord God, that you are calling us as a church. Father, we are the church. Even though we cannot gather inside of the building, Lord, that we are the spiritual members and the parts of the body of Jesus Christ. Lord, that you will lead us, Lord God, and you will speak to us, Lord. So, Father, we pray for your blessing and your revelation of your will and your word upon our church, Lord God, so that we will never give up as a church, Lord God, but we will thrive even through such difficult circumstances, Lord God. So, Father, we pray that you face, you, you shine your face upon us, Lord God, we as a church. Father, we pray for unity amongst each campus. Father, we pray for downtown. We pray for uptown. They will continue to thrive. Father, especially we pray for downtown as they are uh, going through a transition. But you will uh, orchestrate the unity and you will bring the, all the servants leaders, Lord God, to pursue the glory of God as they serve one another, Lord God. Father, we pray for your anointing upon our pastors, anointing upon our servant leaders and all the life group leaders. And as we respond to your call, and would you, Lord, release your anointing, Lord God. Help us to be in tune with the Holy Spirit, we as a church, Lord God. Father, we pray for our family or individuals, Lord God. Lord, if there's a message, if there's a challenge, a conviction that is persistent in our lives, Lord God, Lord, help us to respond, help us to obey your call, Lord Jesus. Father, help us never give up because you will lead us. You will make it happen if that's your will, Lord God. So, Lord, even though in our human speaking, Lord God, it is impossible and there's no other way, it seems, and yet help us to fix our eyes on you and listen and follow and submit and help us to also experience restoration and healing amongst our relationship, broken relationships, Lord God. So Father, just... Heavenly Father, we come before you as we begin this brand new year. 
Lord, we want to depend on you. That we want to be guided by your word. We want to be guided by your Holy Spirit. And as we do so, as we are filled with your Holy Spirit, that persistence and creativity and unity can be experienced in our family, in every aspect of our relationship and our, our lives. And even we as a church will be able to move forward in this difficult season. Oh Lord, we are excited. We look forward to how year 2021 will unfold. And with a faith and anticipation, oh, if there's anything that is hindering or resisting to this unstoppable work of the Holy Spirit, Lord, would you reveal those areas in us and help us to let go and surrender those so that we'll be able to move forward with your leading of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray.